In this video, we're going to be talking about the power of the rosary. What a powerful prayer the rosary is. And it is October, which is the month of the rosary in the Catholic Church. And we are going to talk about why it's important in my life and how it helped me and how I think it brought about my conversion, but also just the power of the rosary in general and how it's helped many people's lives. And if you don't even know what the rosary is, and why Catholics would pray the rosary. You're not alone. We have a video on that if you'd like to check that out first, um, why we pray the rosary. In fact, a Protestant pastor asked me why in the world we pray the rosary when we can just pray to Jesus. And in fact, even in the rosary, you pray 50 Hail Marys and only five Our Fathers. So it seems like you pray 10 times more to Mary than you do to Jesus. And so in that video, we answer him uh, and answer his questions and show him that that's not actually accurate, even though it might look like that from the outside. And if you're looking to go deeper in the rosary, you're a Catholic. We have seven tips to help you grow in the rosary uh, and to really deepen your prayer and help it come alive for you. And you can find that video here as well. But in this video, we're going to be talking about the power of the rosary right after this. Welcome to Catholic Truth, an apologetics organization dedicated to defending and explaining the Catholic faith and also helping Catholics to know, love, and be transformed by Jesus Christ and his Catholic Church. If you haven't been here before, my name is Brian Mercier, president of Catholic Truth. I'm so excited for you to be here. Please check out our website at thecatholictruth.org and also our Facebook, our uh, Patreon, our PayPal, Instagram, all of that below. We just made a TikTok, so hopefully we'll be getting some videos up on that as well. And that is The Catholic Truth on TikTok. John Paul II, the Pope, said that the rosary is primarily a Christocentric prayer, meaning it's primarily about Jesus, not Mary, Jesus. And for anyone who understands the rosary, it's about Jesus, and it's a meditation on the Gospels, and the life, and the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and asking Mary to pray for you in helping you to follow Christ and imitate him perfectly as she did, and as many of the saints did, like Peter and Paul and James. They were faithful followers of Jesus, and so we're asking Mary just as we ask friends and family members to pray for us to Jesus, to help us to follow him better, to obtain the graces for us to follow him better. And why is the rosary so powerful? Because Mary is praying for us. And why is that powerful? Because James 5, 16 in the Bible says that the prayer of the righteous man availeth much with God. So the more righteous you are, the more God is going to hear your prayers and the more you're going to avail with God. And I can even say that from my own life before I came to Christ. You know, I used to pray and pray and didn't get many of my prayers answered. But since I've come to Christ and I fell in love with Christ and Christ became my Lord and my Savior, so many of my prayers have been answered since because Christ listens to me because I love him and he loves me. He grants my prayers many times. And how much more for those who are in heaven, who are perfected in Christ's righteousness, who don't have sin anymore, who are perfectly in faith, perfectly obedient, perfectly humble, perfectly everything that you need to have prayers answered, and they can pray for us on earth. So the angels and saints, Mary, they pray for us, and their prayers are powerful, which is why the rosary is powerful. That's that's one reason. Another reason the rosary is powerful is because it's a meditation on the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and you can really meditate on who Christ is, the gospel. You reflect on the word of God itself, the Bible, so you can look at the life of Christ, see how he lived, and then try to imitate that and live that out yourself. You are asking Mary in this 
prayer of the rosary to pray for you at the two most important points of your life. Now, the present moment to pray for you to Jesus, and then at the hour of your death and asking her to pray for you. Of course, we can all pray for each other, and we should all pray for each other. And the Bible says this is a good thing. We should be interceding and praying for one another. But how awesome is it that we have a whole heavenly host of brothers and sisters who have gone before us in the faith, people who have lived for Christ and died for Christ, who are an army, in a sense, of people in heaven who are all praying for us and can pray for us because they're our brothers and sisters and part of the body of Christ. It's amazing. There are so many powerful stories of the rosary, too many to name, and you can look them up online if you would like to. But we recently mentioned in one of our videos a powerful miracle that happened on the atomic bomb, where two places, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, both had atomic bombs. And there are two houses standing in each location where Franciscan priests live. And 200 scientists studied these priests and asked them, how are you still alive? You're only blocks from the blast, and everything else miles away is disintegrated. And even a hundred miles away, people died from radiation. How are you still alive? And they said, well, it's simple. Our Lady Mary asked us to pray the rosary every day for protection. So that's what we did. We prayed the rosary every day for protection. And they said, well, that's we don't buy that. And they said, can you give us a better explanation? I mean, they checked out these men who were just blocks from the blast and they just had a couple scratches on them. Their houses are still standing and they, they're alive. I mean, 200 scientists can't explain how they're still alive, even after many, many decades of being alive and not dying of radiation and not dying of anything else and certainly not dying from being right next to an atomic bomb blast. But they prayed the rosary every day for protection, they said. And that's amazing. Then, of course, you have October 7th, which is the day of the rosary, the day we remember and celebrate the rosary and the miracle of the rosary. And it happened on October 7th in 1571. It was one of the most important naval battles in all of history. If you haven't seen our video on the Crusades yet, you can check that out. We also have four blog posts in more detail on our website, thecatholictruth.org. But in short, Muslims had conquered all the nations around them ever since they came to power. Muhammad was leading armies onto the battlefield until he died. And shortly after his death, Muslims conquered the entire surrounding area of the Fertile Crescent. And then from there, they went on to conquer the Roman Empire, the Persian Empire, and half of, maybe even three quarters of the Byzantine Empire, which was the last empire on earth, the last major empire. If they had conquered that, they would have taken over the entire world. So, I mean, it was a really big deal. The Muslims had not lost a major battle in over 100 years. They had the greatest naval army and navy in the world, and they wanted to take Europe and take over the world. And so that's when Alexius I called the Pope for help, and the Pope prayed about it for a year, and that's why the Crusades were started in the first place, is that they came to the help of those people who were asking for help, to protect those in need, to protect people from dying. That's why the Crusades were started. And so they went on for many, 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 many years. And toward the end, it all came down to two battles. One was a naval battle, one probably the biggest naval battle in history, if not one of them. And then the other would be later in Vienna, which would be the, the biggest land battle. These two uh, events would decide the fate of the world. If the Muslims won, Pretty much everyone would be Islamic today. And if they lost, well, Christianity would be saved, the West would be saved, and many people would not be forced to convert to Islam. So this was a huge battle that was needed to be won. 
the Muslim Navy was far superior and Christians were far outnumbered and people were really worried about this. And the Pope was really worried about this and he wanted to fight the battle too, but he couldn't. So he decided to fight a spiritual battle and he opened all the churches and he told everyone everywhere throughout Europe to pray, especially to pray the rosary. So rosaries were prayed constantly for this battle. While the battle was going on, morning, noon, and night, people were praying the rosary over and over again. They were praying to Jesus through Mary, praying the rosary. Even Don Juan, who was one of the greatest military commanders, he had his men praying it as well. So everyone's praying the rosary. And on that day, all the ships came to meet together to battle, and the wind was totally against the Christian ships, the whole Christian fleet. And so it's hard to row, it's hard to go, and so the Muslims had a clear advantage in which they probably would have wiped out the ships. But as everyone was praying, the winds in a moment literally shifted 180 degrees and full force started blowing in favor of the Christians. And the Muslims were suddenly against the wind 100%, like so hard to go against that wind. And in, in a really incredible miracle, the Christians ended up just decimating the navy of the Muslims, the Islamic navy, just wiped it out. And nobody ever thought that would happen. Not only did they not think they would win, but they certainly, you know, if they won, it would have been like, not by that much, but they decimated the Islamic army and everyone attributed it to the rosary, the power of the rosary and the power of the prayer of Jesus Christ to save his people. If you didn't know, that's why we celebrate October 7th in the Feast of the Rosary is to commemorate the Battle of Lepanto, which happened in 1571, and the Christian victory, which would prevent Islam from taking over the world. So this was a huge cataclysmic victory, and we attribute it to the Rosary. For me, the rosary has been powerful in my life. I mean, my mom told me to pray the rosary when I was a kid. And every day I had a paper route and every day I prayed their rosary on the paper route in high school, even though I was dressing in black and carrying weapons and was kind of a, you know, not a very good kid. I had one foot in the religion box, one foot out. It wasn't always really living for God as I should. I still prayed that rosary and I still asked Mary to pray for me. And I believe she prayed for me many, many times, just as my mother cried and prayed for me many, many times. And I believe that Jesus listened to their prayers. And that's one of the big things that led to my conversion, I believe, was the rosary because I had prayed so much. And I had asked Mary to pray for me so much. And I had asked Jesus, you know, to pray for me to the Father. And I had thought about, you know, Jesus and the mysteries of the rosary and that sort of thing. I prayed a lot and it kept me on the straight and narrow. Even when I didn't understand my faith, even when it didn't seem like God was answering my prayers, even when it seemed like life was against me and I hated myself and I hated the world and I hated life, Jesus was still looking out for me. Jesus still had my back. And I believe that that led me to my powerful conversion, which I would have in college. But then in college, I had a huge conversion experience with Jesus. I mean, he literally changed my life. Like St. Paul, just knocked him off his horse and changed his life. That's how God changed my life, too. A very powerful encounter with him and filled me with overflowing love, peace, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, and more. And we talk about that in other videos. But then I went home and all I want to do, I mean, 
mean, I was on fire with Jesus. All I wanted to do was share the love of Jesus with everybody. I wanted to tell everyone about Jesus and how wonderful he is, how awesome he is, how life-changing he is, how it doesn't matter what you do, he can change your life. It doesn't matter how many sins you have, he can forgive you and change your life. It doesn't matter anything because Christ is amazing. He rose from the dead, he conquered sin, and I learned not all of this just in my head. Yes, I did, but I learned it personally that Christ died for me, that he loves me, that he saved me, and I just wanted to share that with everyone. And as soon as I got home and started to, shut up, dude. Are you preaching to me? What, you're too religious for us now? What, you're not going to listen to music or watch movies anymore? What, are you a holy roller or something? <laughs> That's what I ran into when I got home. And even my family at the time, you know, I would tell them about Jesus. Well, stop preaching to us. I mean, we sent you off to that college to get help because you needed it. We didn't ask you to come home and be a priest and to preach to us. And, and they would chide me out too. So my friends and my family, I just felt like I ran into a brick wall. Like, I love Jesus. <laughs> Nobody cares. Be quiet. Don't preach. Don't say anything. And to be fair, I had a lot of zealousness. I had a lot of passion, but maybe not a lot of prudence on how to go about it. So maybe it came across as preachy, even though I didn't mean to. It was just excitement because I love Jesus so much. But I ran into a brick wall and it was really, really, really hard for me. And I ended up getting into situations that were very abusive um, mentally and verbally and in other ways. And it was really hard to keep my head above water. I mean, whereas I was on fire for Christ and I just didn't think anything could diminish it. Now I feel like I'm barely in the water, keeping my head above the water, trying to hold on to this life raft, which is Christ to keep me from sinking. And all this time, you know, I prayed to Jesus. I read the Bible. But one thing that really helped me and I found helpful was praying the rosary. I don't know why, but when I prayed the rosary, I just felt like the peace that was beyond all understanding would come over me and tell me it's going to be okay and give me that peace that only comes from God. And I would really just ask Mary to pray for me to Jesus. And I would ask Jesus to pray for me to the Father. And I would beg God to help me in my circumstances. And just by meditating on the mysteries of the rosary and praying it really slowly and fervently, I really felt peace in these disgusting situations, in these catastrophes, you might call them, of life, of these abusive situations. I felt peace. Maybe other people do, maybe other people don't, but many, many, many people can attest to the power of the rosary, the peace that comes through it, the help that you receive through it. And I can tell you many stories. I mean, I prayed for this one girl. Uh, she was coming over to our Bible study, and she was steeped in the New Age movement. She had just become Catholic, but she was still in the New Age movement. She's had all the books. She had Buddha statues, incense, the whole thing, and she just couldn't and wouldn't give it up. And I felt so strongly to pray for this girl, the rosary. And so I prayed that rosary, and it took like 45 minutes because I prayed it slowly and fervently and begging Mary to pray for her and begging Jesus to change her life and, you know, be the light that enlightens her. And that night, she was completely and totally changed. And she said she was going to throw away all her New Age books, throw away all the statues of Buddha, burn everything else. And she literally had a total and complete conversion. And it was right after I prayed the rosary for her. So it's a very powerful prayer to pray for other people as well. I think some people, unfortunately, just pray the rosary. They just go through the motions. They just say the words. They go through it. Sometimes they don't even want to pray it, but they just do out of guilt or fear. Uh, and this is what we talk a lot in our seven tips on the rosary, our other video. But when you pray the rosary slowly, fervently, from the bottom of your heart, meditating deeply on the mysteries and trying to come closer to Christ, trying to really find him in the Bible, find him in the word that comes alive through the rosary, 
It is such a powerful prayer, not only when you pray for yourself, but when you pray for others too. And apparently when you're like the priest and you pray for protection, it works as well. So don't just pray the words. Don't just rattle them off. Don't just go through them. And don't just do it out of habit or guilt. Pray the rosary like you've never prayed it before. Enter deeply into the mysteries. There's even something called the biblical rosary where you read the Bible passages for each mystery before each mystery, so you can think of what to meditate on. And sometimes for some people, this is a difficult prayer to pray because they have a hard time praying the words and meditating on the mysteries at the same time, and that takes time. But of course, the meditation on the mysteries is infinitely more important than the words we pray. And even Mary said that, that the, the words are only half of it. If you don't pray the mysteries, she said, and meditate on them, the rosary is not going to be that much for you. It's not going to do that much for you. And so we really need to enter into it and pray it. I mean, some of my best rosaries have been like 30 minutes, not the 15-minute rosaries where we just fly through it and hardly think about a single thing we say, but like 30 minutes where we take it and pray it like the saints, slowly and fervently. And when we do that, I mean, we're asking Mary over and over and over and over and over again to pray for us to Jesus her son, the most powerful person in all universes because he's God. And she's got his shoulder and can be like, hey, you know, can you pray for Brian? Can you help Brian? You know, can you give him the graces for this particular circumstances? You know, like she can pray for us and intercede for us. Consider praying the rosary if you haven't. If you would like to start with just a decade, start with one decade and make it really, really good and deep and powerful. Then maybe move to two, three, four. But a rosary should take at least 20 minutes to pray every day. Maybe you could start your day with it, end your day with it, pray it throughout the day, or however you want to do that. But the, the bottom line is we should be praying the rosary. I mean, some people don't feel called to that spirituality and the Catholic Church says that's fine. You don't have to pray the rosary every day. And in fact, the rosary is private revelation. So the Catholic Church says you don't even need to accept it or believe it if you don't want to, and you're still just as much of a good Catholic. But the rosary is a powerful prayer. So we recommend, if you feel called to it, to pray the rosary and to pray it, you know, as often as possible because it really is a powerful prayer. And of course, we should be reading the Bible and we should be praying to Jesus directly as well. And of course, this goes without saying, but we should be doing other prayer as well, including one of the most important prayers, which is silent prayer just sitting and listening to the Christ. But one of the most powerful things about the rosary is its vocal prayer and mental prayer. Mental prayer meaning you are entering into the deeper relationship with Christ, reflecting on his word, and he can take those prayers and make them so much deeper. He can take those meditations and make them so deep. He can even give them to you in at least a contemplative prayer, which is the most, probably the deepest prayer on the face of the earth. And again, if you want to see more on that, check out our video on seven tips on praying the rosary better and getting the most out of the rosary. Thank you so much for watching this video today. We hope that it's helped you and we really would love for you to check out our other videos on the rosary, especially the one with the Protestant pastor. You know, a lot of people like that video because many people don't understand the rosary. And once I explained it to the pa pastor, he's like, that actually makes a lot of sense. This is what a Protestant pastor who's very much against the Catholic Church, he told me it makes a lot of sense when he understood what it really is. So you can check out that video at the end as well. If you like this video, please actually like it. Push that like button and please put a comment down below and please share it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on uh, your social media platforms. Help to get the word out there during this month of the rosary. And if you can support our ministry, if we've fed you, if we give to you spiritually, if your life is 
has been changed in some way, please consider changing ours in some way and helping us to change other people's lives the same way we've helped to change yours. Please consider giving one time, monthly, or even yearly to our ministry, to our work that God has given us to do. There are so many countless souls that need to be saved, and we can't do this work without you. So please see our Patreon and our PayPal down below, and please consider supporting this ministry. Pray about it because God needs this to grow, and so many souls need the message that we have. So thank you so much, and God bless.